Welcome, 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 everybody. I am Brandon Lou, Brandon Lou. And I am the less mighty Alicia. And this is the belly of the beast. We are romping and stomping our way through New York's culinary scene, and I am stuffed this time. Oh, Stop. I'm not excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You caught me off guard last time. It's like, I'm always excited. Well, I am. It's true. I always am to be speaking to all of you over here in uh, microphone land. And meanwhile, I'm just like tired and ill and sick. Oh, Oh, you see, Thanksgiving comes and it's it's like a whole weekend. You know, you get you got Thanksgiving Thursday. You've got you got meal prep Wednesday. Thanksgiving Thursday, you know, you got Black Friday, the Saturday and the Sunday, Cyber Monday. It all just wears on a body and soul. Yeah. How, how are you holding up? Bad. Like, I'm a teacher. I'm just, I've been sick this whole time. And, like, I've just gotten better. And then I got sick again right before Thanksgiving. And it was like, my sense of taste was very iffy on and off about Thanksgiving. So, I guess my half of the podcast will be for all the sickies out there. I don't think I'm faring that much better. And here in New York City, I don't know. You you tasted a lot, and I tasted a little, but that's I guess that's deeper in the episode. Oh yeah, we'll get into the tastes, and you have some opinions about those tastes that you didn't really get to taste. Oh. Yeah, we'll, so we'll talk. Yeah, we'll we'll talk. We'll get into that. You know, here, here we're getting our first snow in uh, New York City's uh, winter. We got our first snow of the season. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're tis the season to be freezing. I hope that schools are closed tomorrow. Yeah, we, I'm, I mean, I saw the weather. I'm, I'm doubtful. But I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yes. You know, I got out early today. I'm also working in a school. But... Uh, I, I'm hoping that I could uh, further this weekend. You know, just enjoy it just a little more. Give me an extra day. Yeah. But Thanksgiving, of course, is a time for eating. Um, Supposed to be a time for family, but I mean, I guess. You know, it's weird. We we had spoken briefly like about this. the person who said that Thanksgiving is a time for eating and not for family. And I was like, oh. I, I always feel that Thanksgiving is open for interpretation. I don't know. <laughs> Um, my sister, we were watching the parade. That's one of the things that we just do. We do watch the parade. It may seem corny, but uh, that's that's what we do. And then afterwards, we watch the puppy bowl. Except oh, the puppy bowl is it? Yeah, I didn't get to watch the puppy bowl. I left the house a lot earlier than I'm used to this time around. Sorry. And uh, but while I was watching the parade with my sister, she's seeing like a a bunch of. Like American flags uh, or Mount Rushmore. I think Mount Rushmore was like a float. She's like, what's Mount Rushmore doing there for Thanksgiving? Like, what's that got to do with anything? And I could be wrong, but it might be the first American holiday. So I believe that's why there's a little bit of patriotism going on. Ooh, and uh, around. Yeah. Now, whether you buy into that or not is completely up to you. I am personally not someone man i was looking i was looking at the power ranger balloons like i'm there for the balloons man you know uh watch the parade 
I, I enjoy it because it's it's a good way to see uh, like some just interesting things that are happening. Example, there's performers at the uh, Macy's parade. I assume there's other parades, but I don't care about those parades. So I was watching the Macy's parade and. You know, you hear that, uh, you know, people that are going to perform on a float, and I'm excited, and they're like, and coming up after this commercial break, the Black Eyed Peas. And I'm like, whoa, the Black Eyed Peas. This is crazy. But like, okay, okay, we'll see what's going on. Maybe they got a new song. Maybe they got a Christmas album coming out. You know, the Black Eyed... Yeah, Merry, uh, very Merry Black Eyed Peas or something. Who knows? And, um... They did perform, but there was no Fergie. There was no Fergie. That's really funny. Why did they get rid of Fergie? Yeah, it's, it, was the, it was just the black, it was just the black eyed penises she up there. Fergalicious. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Did she make too many points go loco? It's possible. All right, Ferg. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, everyone else was there. Will I am. Apple was there. I believe uh, the other one's taboo. I, I was a fan. I was a fan. I was. I'm losing it because I'm like second guessing their names. I could have sworn Apple's name was Apple the Apps, but not not completely sure. So yeah, I'm just gonna stick with Apple. See my face, like I didn't even yeah. know their names. I knew Will I Am. So Yo, uh, uh, they 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 had some songs, man, that I enjoyed. Some that didn't get videos. Oh, yeah. How nice. Like these guys. But uh, yeah, they were they were Fergless. They were Fergless. So yeah, I watched the parade to see, especially if you're if you're if you're someone who's a fan of theater, you know. And you and I were theater majors. They, what stood out to you from a theatrical standpoint? Uh, not a damn thing. No. <laughs> well, well, I got my first glimpse of the Beetlejuice um, performance. They they Beetlejuice, did uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And I I still feel very weird about it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I I think there was an expectancy for people who are fans of Beetlejuice to just be like, yeah, and I'm not sold. I don't know. I feel like Beetlejuice was very much like a cult thing originally, and now it's like super mainstream, and they might be getting it wrong I don't know I think it's weird like it might be about Beetlejuice I mean his name is in the title or it might be about Lydia but like the movie is very much about uh not to say that's not about Lydia or Beetlejuice you know but it's about a deceased couple that died inside of a house and they you know some people are moving into their house and they want to protect their house yeah I got the idea that the couple were the main characters and not the people moving in yeah, however, uh, it, it, it's the, the idea that I'm getting is uh, that Beetlejuice is the star and Lydia is the star. And that's cool because they're very standout figures. So I'm not even mad at that, but it seems like it's just going to be a very big uh, deviation from the source material, and <laughs> oh, not a Beetlejuice fan. Um, I don't know. It's weird to take something that's so cartoony to me, like it's very cartoony, and then you've got to try and put it on stage, and there's no way that it can live up to. And you know, I disagree. I think this was a live action thing, like. It wasn't a cartoon until it was made for the medium in which it was presented. And I feel like it did a really good job of hitting those cartoony marks without being a cartoon. It was very like the mask. And so I feel like with 
um, especially with the new special effects that are out with smoke light and like masks and stuff, we can definitely make it so that um, Beetlejuice really stood out for what it was. Like, and I mean, I haven't seen a lot of content surrounding the new Beetlejuice, but I, I'm not especially moved to go see it. I have, I have just very weird feelings when it comes to Broadway productions that are inspired or adapted by, I guess, pre-existing pop culture. I saw Spider-Man the Musical live, and that was a mess. Wasn't Spider-Man the Musical live the one where the Spider-Man kept dying, though? I don't think any of them died, but there was a lot of accidents that happened. Well, the Spider-Man was cursed. Well, well, well the, the stage production of Spider-Man was indeed cursed because uh, oh, that's the that's the that, stuff of legend in the acting community. It was just cursed because there was never anything like it, you know. And that's cool, I guess, except when you have when there's high risk. Sometimes there isn't always high reward. Sometimes <laughs> it's just risky for a fucking reason. And and you know people got hurt, and eventually it like was four Spider-Man got hurt. Like, you know, so it's tough. And then the end, you know, the, the, the end production actually get, you know, I got to watch the production and it was a mess. It was, yes, you got this weird looking, you just had these weird looking representations of comic book characters and it was silly and I had a good laugh. I enjoyed myself, but I didn't think it was necessarily a great show. It was like the mummy. Oh my God! Yes, enjoyed it. It was the Mummy of Broadway, which which one day I expect to see the Mummy on Broadway. Just cause Come I don't on. see why I not. I think it would make an awesome Broadway show. I, I, I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for any product. I wouldn't be surprised. The Mummy's hand. It doesn't even need to be a musical. In fact, I'd prefer if it wasn't a musical. Well, but if I there isn't, because Frankenstein and and Dracula, I believe, already have been adapted into. Uh, plays, so I'm just saying I can see the mummy if it hasn't already been done adapted into a play. I'm down for it. I'm I I, I want to see it. it. Um, but also we saw King Kong together, you know. And King Kong, I thought the performers did well. The puppetry was amazing. Did the I think it was amazing? I felt gypped by the story. Yeah, that's the thing. The like story plot wise, was awful. The plot wise is I don't know, just a little bit weak, pretty weak. Yeah. But we are sincerely off topic. I know, but oh, I, but this is why I still watch the parade. And you did ask me what I do, thought stand out, and now it popped into my mind. I feel like I was bashing something to maybe stall. But uh, the Tina Turner uh, Broadway show looks great. I, I want to see the Tina Turner show. Um, yeah. Me too, actually. It does look good. Um so what are you thankful for this year since we're uh it's our thanksgiving episode i know it's a little late but still i'm thankful for uh this show no we we've we've spoke on this briefly before um that i am i'm grateful for all the people to listen to this whenever you get the chance to whenever whatever day or time whatever suits you to just tune into the broadcast but even if no one was listening at all i would be super stoked because whenever i engage in these conversations with the mighty alicia we always find something new about each other we, we learn oh. something new 
And I enjoy having these conversations. These conversations I'm very thankful to have. It's been a while since I used the all button. Oh, you're going to bring it back? Oh. Oh. I definitely am. Um, in that vein, I'm thankful for you because you're a great partner and I love you and all of that other mushy stuff that I'm sure everyone already knows. So if I go too deeply into it, I'm probably going to cry on the air. And there's no need for that. No. No, there isn't. However. It's a lovely Thanksgiving and I'm very thankful for my partner. And I'm also thankful secretly for the fact that my stove broke. I'm You're thankful, thankful for, that? for that? It seems like a mixed blessing, but it wasn't. So what? normally around Thanksgiving, my sister and I do the cooking. So I assume a broken stove means no cooking, right? Yeah. This year has been pretty stressful. And so I'm glad that I didn't have to take on any additional stresses and worries surrounding Thanksgiving. I'm actually glad the stove broke. There was nothing to clean. There was nothing to do. We went out to a nice restaurant. And that restaurant is from which this episode was born. Yep. So the stove was definitely a blessing this year. Very cool. Very cool. Look at you finding positives out of negatives. Yeah, baby. I keep trying. I'm just normally bad at it. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. You said that I'm the second person or third person yeah. that uh, said Thanksgiving is for eating. eating and yeah. you said it's for family. Yeah. So traditionally, do you spend just your time with family on Thanksgiving? Yeah. Like, I, like when I was, and it's weird because, like, I'm noting, like, a narrative shift. Like, when I was a kid, like, we all knew Thanksgiving was about food, but, like, we was, we were pretending that it was about family. Like, oh, it's together, your family. I'll be thankful for your family. And we'd be like, yeah, whatever. I'm thankful for that goddamn macaroni. And we would color our stupid hand-shaped turkeys and write about the things we were thankful for. And you knew what everybody wanted to hear, and you wrote about your family. But it's just, like... In the recent years, it's like people have even given up on the pretense of it being about family. People were just like, well, Thanksgiving about the food. And I'm just like, I mean, yes, but damn. Are we losing some of our values in America? I, I mean, <laughs> it's nuanced because, like, I think that we were faking it before. But it's like, damn, like, not even hiding it. Like, Well, for me, I don't want to say that it's not about family. But it's tough because when you're working... Uh, service jobs, you know, you work in these positions that don't really give a damn about what time you wake up. Most or, positions. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I found myself working on Thanksgiving a lot. So while I did get to spend time with, you know, my mother or my father or my sisters, mm-hmm. there was no guarantee what day or time I would be there, depending on what job I was working exactly. Yeah. You know, if I was doing security, I might have been doing an overnight. Or I might have been working early in the morning. I normally have a Thanksgiving lunch with uh my family. But Which I think is cute. But like when you're someone who you know when you're someone who works security and you're working a double shift, you know, on the holiday or you know, this, and it's not just me. There's a lot of people who work Thanksgiving. The people, not just the people that are working the parade either. It's lots of people who are just out there working. The retail workers, retail. especially the way Black Friday's been going, they never have off. No, it's it's 
It's, uh, you know, I used to work in a movie theater also. Movie theater isn't closed on Thanksgiving. They're trying to get people who come to the movies uh, during their day off. It's a family day, like you said. Maybe that family will take a trip to the movies. So I've worked a lot of different positions, and there was no guarantee that I was going to be off. So maybe as a kid, Thanksgiving was family time for me. As I got older, it was just immediate family, and then off to work I go. Yeah. Whereas with me, I've never worked on Thanksgiving. I guess I very much take my Thanksgiving for granted because I'm not expecting to work on Thanksgiving. I think that's kind of preposterous because it's always supposed to be about like gathering with your family. Like my dad frequently works during Thanksgiving, and I'm just like, why did you? Why did you do that? Like, you took a week off for my birthday and then didn't take no days for Thanksgiving. That seems weird to me. But like, I have experience with others having to work on Thanksgiving and on other holidays. But I like to take some time off. I I feel like it's nice to be surrounded by your loved ones, and especially if you don't have to stress yourself out putting so much work into the dinner. Which is why I felt so thankful. This year cool because it freed me up to enjoy being with my family more so the stove isn't working you went out to eat and i was there with you which means that family uh, yeah i'm family and also i didn't go to my uh thanksgiving lunch at home i actually went out and i've never been out to eat for thanksgiving before so this was a brand new experience for me. How about you? You've done this? We've done it before, but we don't do it very often because, like, I don't know if it's, like, a facet of being black or what, but it's, like, Thanksgiving time is, like, the Grand Prix for black people. We just be doing the most in the kitchen forever. So we've gone out once or twice, but not. it's not something we make a habit of doing. Well, this particular time you and your family did, and I got to join you, and we went to Bryant and Cooper Steakhouse. Yes. Their Long Island location. Yes. So, um... This I, is our first out-of-the-city location. Oh, my gosh, it is. Like, oh. like if you're an MTA user, that may not be, like, a big deal to you. Maybe you could take a bus or the LIRR or a cab. Cab it. Yeah, but, you know... We, we ventured out of the five boroughs, man. Wow, we did. We're officially beasts of the tri-state area. <laughs> yeah, so I picked... It was New Jersey, right? No, no, Long Island's still New York. Okay. It's just not New York City. So I picked Long Island because my mother is not, like, super mobile. And so I wanted some place that was accessible to drive to. And a lot of the places in the city are not. So I I wanted her to be comfortable. And so we took a cab there and we took a cab back. And it was good that we did because there was no parking at the place. They were like packed up. And I'm glad we had a reservation because they were packed up. It was actually really hard for the Uber to maneuver in the parking lot. But I was wearing six inch heels. I definitely made him maneuver into the parking lot. I was like, you gonna pull up to the door. Stop all this nonsense. So, we got in. The decor was really nice. Um, It was a classic steakhouse. And next door, they have a butcher shop because you can actually order 
prime cut steaks from this place. They deliver the prime cut steaks. You can order them online. Their meat selection was really impressive. I do have to say they had a bar in the front. It was lovely. I didn't have to wait very long for the members of my party. We were seated immediately. It was very cozy. It seemed very family friendly. Everyone agreed that it was lovely to be in there and sit down. The wait staff was very kind. Um, I found all of the staff to be somewhat flirty, but maybe that's an really? exclusive to my experience. <laughs> I did. Like, I went... To I didn't the, catch that. Of course you didn't. You were my boyfriend. Like, when male staff... That doesn't staff, mean anything. When male staff is being flirty, they try not to do it where the boyfriend is looking. And so I was noticing that as I, like, went to the bathroom and whatnot, like, there would be, like, commentary as I walked by from, like, the staff... And I'm just like, well, all right, that's fine. And, like, when they would give me directions, they would always, like, comment on my beauty or my height. And I'm like, this is this is why I don't dress up. To For those who are listening, she is both tall and beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Ah, look at her. She's blushing. You can't look at her. You're, you're listening. But she is. She is. <laughs> but I was feeling, like, fancy because it was Thanksgiving and I wanted to show up for my family. And so I did put on some shoes, and I did get dressed, and I mean, the, the wait staff was, um, shall we say, friendly. Well, let me tell you something. The way that she was dressed may have impressed these gentlemen over there, but all it did was anger me. Not out of jealousy, mind you. Not out of jealousy. I am not that kind of boyfriend, no. I am upset because while we were over the phone talking about plans when I would arrive, I mentioned that I w might need to iron my pants. And Alicia says, you don't need to iron your pants. You don't need to get dressed up. We're, we're going out together. It's just us. We're just going out to eat. It's not that big a deal. So, of course, upon my arrival, this lady currently sitting to my left was about six inches taller than she's ever been before in her life. She she grew. Not true. It was like Rita said, Grow my lightning! Make our monster grow! Ready to stomp all of the Power Rangers. Another Power Rangers reference. And, and it wasn't a monster. No, no, you were a nice monster. <laughs> This is Belly the Beast, and she was towering over the city, getting ready to make a scene in uh, Long Island there. A but food scene. Aside, aside from that, though, she, she did look great. But, you know, I, I frown when being told I don't need to get dressed up, only to see that my lady love was dressed up. It makes me look bad. I don't want to be dressed like a slob while you're here dressed to the nines. I thought you looked just fine. It's because I still had a button up on, but that ain't nothing special. So... <laughs> you didn't need anything special. You were Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, but it was nice going there. When we arrived, we were uh, we weren't early. We were on time, but we were still waiting on two other people. And they arrived pretty promptly. So. Yeah, it, it wasn't a long wait. Uh, we were asked if we want a seat at uh, at the bar. The bar stools were very comfortable. 
However, the Barstools were also incredibly close to one another. It's like, how does anyone squeeze into a seat here? When, when we arrived, you were able to sit down just fine because no one was actually sitting on these bar stools. However, I imagine on other days when, you know, when it's not a holiday and people aren't gathering with their families, people might sit at this bar, maybe for sports, maybe for a birthday. I don't know. For whatever reason, they go to this bar. How can anyone get in and out of their seat with these seats so close? They were really close. Like, I, and they were high, like, even for me. And I was wearing shoes and I had to, like, hop into the seat. Like, I, I was disturbed. <laughs> like in my shoes I would say that I'm maybe six feet so it's like why would a six foot tall person have to hop into your bar stool what are you doing yeah it was it was like climbing onto uh, one of the horses that uh on a merry-go-round no. it was uh Unnecessary. It felt like I <laughs> did a bit of an undignified clamor. It affects my review of the building, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I bring it up. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of reviews, let's move on to the food. So Yeah, let's get to it, man. Um, my mother and my sister actually ordered the same meal. They both got an appetizer of shrimp cocktail. And some lamb chops with mint jelly. Now, let me tell you, I didn't actually get to taste this, which I think is a review on how good it was. But um, <laughs> it looked super impressive. The lamb chops were thick and really juicy. The mint jelly was eye-poppingly green. The shrimps in the shrimp cocktail were just humongous. Like, they were really big. And I do have to say, kind of a stickler's note, I did notice that the shrimp had been cleaned properly. They were sliced down the middle, and that little line that uh, might be shrimp poop was totally removed. It was washed out. <laughs> you didn't have to feel bad about eating the shrimps and worry if you were secretly getting a mouthful of maybe shrimp poop, because you're not. Um... The sauce, I did get a bite of the shrimp. The sauce was very pungent. It opened up my nose quite a lot, for which I was really thankful for. Um, it had a definite kick to it. Um, liked it a lot. The shrimp weren't too chewy. It was a pleasure to bite down into. Great flavors all around. I didn't take a bite of that shrimp. I would. I, I ended up getting some shrimp of my own. We'll get to that later. But I got to admit, man, I'm not... I'm not someone who gets a shrimp cocktail, like, anywhere. I like them. I like them, too. I think they're delicious. But I think this place that we went to was very expensive. I'm going to throw that out there right now. What? And I feel like when I first, when we first started this show, we gave, like, a little mini monologue talking about expectations. Um, you know, there, there's people who shy away from restaurants because they feel like they can't afford it or it's too expensive but ordinarily I don't feel that no, the experience at restaurants is like that pricey you know it, they're not as pricey as people make it out to be if, you're, if your bill ends up like $100 more than likely it's because you got quite a few things maybe you got more than one drink maybe everybody at the table got appetizers but you can go to a restaurant and get a meal 
two people could get a meal and it could still stay under like 50 bucks if you're really trying to watch your money not at this location no and the shrimp cocktail for shrimp in it was about 20 to 25 bucks yeah it was a lot i was surprised they both got it I couldn't. There was I, only four shrimps in it. I mean, they were jumbo shrimps, and they were perfectly cooked, and they were delicious. But it's like a diggity damn. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. I need to know where, like, yeah, where, where fishing. someone, where would someone draw the line because they were very succulent shrimp, big shrimp. I looked at them, good shrimp. But I, I get it. Remember a time when that is just what a shrimp cocktail looked like. Is the other thing, and it didn't have to cost nearly thirty dollars for you to get that. That was your regular average $14 shrimp cocktail. Maybe I'm just greedy. Like, maybe I'm someone who prefers quality over uh, quantity over quality. I don't know. But, like, I the reason I don't get shrimp, the reason why I don't get shrimp cocktail at restaurants is because you cannot serve me for shrimp. Can't be done. You're, 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 you're insulting me to my face Laying four shrimp in front of me You know I'm excited about this I'm going to get the shrimp cocktail And then you're going to lay four shrimp in front of me Fuck you, not doing it But okay. I hear that they were great <laughs> <laughs> Big Belly has spoken No to the four shrimp I said I came here to eat Wrong. Nah Nick man um, As for Alright, so were you thrown off by the mint jelly? Like, I know you didn't try it, but just, like, looking at it. I was, I wasn't thrown off. I was surprised by the minty coloring of the mint jelly. I'm not used to mint jellies actually being, like, such an electric. It was like Hulk green. Well, I'm not. Mint jelly. I wanted to try it, but at the same time, I was in my feelings because I couldn't really taste a lot. And so I was just like, mint jelly would be wasted on me anyway. Well, that go for it. I haven't had a lot of lamb in my life. Uh, I've only recently had an appreciation for lamb. Um, so I don't know if mint is something that often goes on lamb. Is they that something that we pair lamb with mint? I think really it's weird, but people do it, and I'm sure that it's good. I I want to go back so that we can actually try that because that in fact upon seeing it that was my first question about it like because I saw this what it looked like Hulk green jello yes I was I just clapped into this microphone and I'm sorry (laughs) but but um yeah you just said that it looked like Hulk Hulk green green jello and in the middle of this plate of lamb chops I was wondering if you saw it like I saw it because it absolutely looked like jello it's like you telling me jelly and I'm expecting like some sort of jam like a spread and not that you can't spread jello I guess but you don't bring jello to my meat party well that sounded weird but (laughs) and so when I saw it like the plates came and they looked so decadent, the lamb chops. And like in the middle is this square dish with this like Hulk green jello sitting in it. And immediately I'm just like, oh, is that is that a mint jelly? Because it doesn't mention a mint jelly on the menu either. It just says lamb chops. And it sort of arrives with this mint jelly. Mm. And so my sister and my mother were like, yes, it's a mint jelly. And I was just like, well, let me know how it was. They both seemed to like it. I didn't see any mint jelly left when they were done. So, true enough, true enough. So I'm inclined to believe that it went over really well. I guess. I didn't hear any complaints during the meal. I only heard the sounds of scarfing. So That's interesting, man. That threw me off. Yeah, like, I thought that was really surprising. Um, my sister's partner 
Um, his name is Nick. He got an appetizer of escargot. And he got a main course of steak with peppercorns. And I didn't get the opportunity to taste his food either. Like, I'm trying not to spread my germs. Like, I'm sick. But he also had no complaints about his meal. And, like, that man adds to conversation when he wants to. He was very quiet during his appetizer. I didn't know, even know that he ordered an appetizer until after the fact. So I'm willing to believe that his escargot was really, really great. And I want, I'm hoping that I can, like, get some thoughts out of them. But I know his steak with peppercorns was excellent because my sister vouched for it. She got a taste and it was good. And you could see the peppercorns and I really like that. I love when you can like see the peppercorns and I think that pepper itself is more pungent when it's cracked from a pepper mill and I like coarse cracked pepper and not like finely ground pepper. Like I feel like finely ground pepper has its place like in soups. But if you're gonna like pepper some shit, put crack it crack it coarse or else you're not gonna get the peppery taste so that was that was the meals of our guests yeah what did you get big belly why well, I, I didn't get any appetizers yeah we, um, were, we were little belly and poor folks so we skipped the appetizers. yeah also we were i already mentioned you know black friday cyber monday this thing's going on we we got a trip planned for christmas uh, bring it up uh i feel like this is the third time i brought it up on the podcast we are headed to boston for christmas Let any recommendations your favorite boston eats are please yeah um but uh so I, I'm, I'm watching myself Mm-hmm. I'm watching my finances, and I didn't want to go over, overboard. Plus, I believe I spent whatever money would have been spent on their expensive appetizers uh, on beverages. Uh, I, I was drinking a little bit, had yeah. a good time. A I, very good time. I did sit at that tight-spaced bar, and I got myself a Honey Jack Daniels. I thought that's what you got. It was very smooth. I yeah. got a Malibu and Pineapple. And my darling mother got herself a Doer's White Label. My yes. mom was gone, guys. Like I didn't realize. She she wasn't like all the way gone, but she was definitely a couple of chapters in her novel. She yeah. Was just like, oh, I shouldn't get another white label. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you know my mother's feeling it when she starts eating at the table. She was so cute. Maybe I'm glad she had a good time. Maybe we were just focused on each other's food because I've been around your mom when she's had a, you know. She's couple a couple of chapters couple of, into the novel. Yeah, yeah, you know. She was. She was. I was just like, oh, mom. And, and your mama, she could be kind of chatty. And not to say that she wasn't talking, but she wasn't particularly chatty. Maybe she was just focused on the food. It was. Could be. Food. I know my But mama. she wasn't alone, though. She was enjoying her night. But she wasn't alone, though, because yes. I had my honey jack. Your mom had some of that honey jack. She took yes. a sip. She liked it. My sister and her partner partook in some waiter recommended white wine. We do not remember what they recommended, but the reviews from that corner of the our guest beasts were very positive. They highly recommend the wait staff. They say that the wine was delicious, and you should just trust what the waiters have to uh, suggest. Nah, man, I've said it before. I'll say it again. When it comes to drinking, I don't drink often, but when I do order... More than likely, I know what I want already. I'm, I'm not that experimental when it comes to my beverages. Um, if I'm buying wine for myself, I'll sometimes pick up a bottle I never had before. That's different. If I'm at a bar and I'm going to be spending 
uh, I'm going to be spending money. I'm going to get something I know I like. So not only did I get the Honey Jack, but I was inspired by Sir Nicholas's uh, beverage of choice, or his first beverage of choice, which was not an alcoholic beverage. It was just a coffee. And I was like, that's a good idea. Yes, that was the second drink. You know what would be better? If there was alcohol in it. Let me, it was like, let me get an Irish coffee. And, um, Very good. And I, and I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to make this a more difficult interaction with the waiter than it was supposed to be, but I had a lot of fun with the waiter. He's a cool guy because I just said, let me get a little bit of whiskey in it. But then he was looking for specifics. It's like, do you want it Irish? And I was like, yes, let's just stick with that Irish, uh, Irish coffee. He's like, you bet. You want whipped cream? I was like, sure thing. And when he comes and arrives, he's apologizing because there may have been too much and whipped cream starting to drip on the cup. And I'm like, my man, what are you apologizing for? Give me that. Mazel tov. This is a great day. <laughs> right. And always whipped cream. Always. And if it's too much, then that's just the right amount. They were very good there. Um, yes, I have to say the Irish coffee was uh, one of the highlights of the night. Very flavorful, very delicious. I certainly enjoyed. And a staple of drinking, and you know. A staple. It, it, like, like if you've <laughs> if you've never had an Irish coffee before, do, do it. it. Do it. Change oh, your life. Come on. Now, soft. since I skipped out on the appetizer, we can say I guess taking the place of our appetizer would be our shared side. Yes. Their sides are family a, style. We did get a shared side. Um, so. We got, because at this place, as expensive as the plates are, you're only getting, like, meat. So, we ordered some vegetables to go with it, and we got the creamed spinach to split. I quite enjoyed the creamed spinach. I thought it was flavorful. I thought it was smooth. I thought it was nice. It could have used a touch more salt, but I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed it. It wasn't what I was expecting. Don't really know what I was expecting, to be honest. It just... Um, I guess when you when I hear I've had cream spinach before, I guess I never thought of it as cream spinach. I just thought of it as spinach. And when I think of cream spinach, I'm thinking I'm getting something like cream of broccoli where it's uh, maybe a little more milk based or something. I don't know. But it was just soft spinach looking like Popeye squeezed it out of a can like spinach. But it had like some sort of like cheese in it. Was there cheese? Is that what makes it like yeah, that? Yeah, like they add like cream or cheese. I'm not sure how they do it, but I just thought it was cooked a particular way. I didn't. I, I didn't know cheese was involved in it. I, I'm. I'm not a cook, man. I just eat, and I was just. Uh, I, I think most of the time when I eat spinach, well, not now, but like as a kid, I would always get cream spinach, and I didn't mind. Felt like Popeye. I was like, all right, cool. And get all these vitamins, become like that pipe smoking sailor, beating Yo, up Bluto. But uh Bluto deserves it. I feel like now I eat when when I get uh spinach, it's normally leafy spinach in a salad. So it was yeah. cool, it was a nice change of pace. I haven't had cream of spinach in a long time. It was it was quite good. Um and my personal favorite part as always, dessert. So my mother was full by this time and did not get dessert. But I believe everyone else got dessert. And, oh, I didn't talk about what I got. Oh, my God. I didn't talk about what I got either. We, we, we danced around it. We only talked about the side. 
So what I ended up getting to eat as the main course, uh, I got a stuffed shrimp with crab. It's a crab stuffed shrimp. Okay. Uh, very good. I enjoyed it. Was not what I was expecting. I didn't know what to expect. You say stuffed shrimp, I'm expecting the shrimp to actually be stuffed, but it was like a crab. It was butterflied, the shrimp, and the crab was placed on top. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thank you. You you said it perfectly. I appreciate you. Um, Because I was like, it looked like it got a humpback. (laughs) Just got this crab batter top. Shrimp got this book bag. He didn't ask for it. didn't know it was going to school. But thank you. Butterflied with crab is much, uh, it's much better. Thank you. <laughs> it was good, man. I've never had shrimp like that. It was, it was uh, super tasty. Um, I got to taste some of his. I now my tastes were muted, and I didn't pick up a lot. But the textures certainly worked beautifully together. Like I did get like a hint of the tastes. It was very good. Like I was, I was a little jealous. Yeah, 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 I'm sure you'll get to why you're jealous. Um, Do you have anything else to add? Should I just launch into my... Well, I'm, I'm pleased with what I got. Um, a little pricey. You know, uh, I, I think all of our meals are pricey. Yes, I, I don't would, think we got anything that was under $30. No, I, I feel like uh, the shrimp, the stuffed shrimp was about 39 your stuffed shrimp was forty nine fifty. Forty nine fifty. See, my uh, my sister and my mother's meal were thirty six fifty each. No, fifty seven fifty each. The shrimp cocktail was twenty four dollars. The cream spinach was twelve fifty. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's what we've talked about so far. Yeah, so it's... Pretty expensive. So, so it's very pricey. I don't regret the meal. The meal was great. I know I'm celebrating. It's Thanksgiving. It's an occasion. You kind of spend some money a little bit. I get it. Um, but it, it was pricey. And I think for the price that I'm spending, I would have preferred to have some sides on there. Like, I'm not even complaining about the shrimp. But would have been nice to have a little something extra on the side along with the shrimp. Very good. Uh, I would recommend it. Just make sure you got a full pocket, you know, to go along with your belly, you know? Yeah. Um, And so I was a little jealous of my partner's shrimp stuffed with crab meat. I got the filet mignon, and I honestly was disappointed with my filet mignon. And I was a little jealous because everyone else really enjoyed their meal. And I tried to chalk it up to me having a cold, but I brought home some for leftovers because I can't even eat a lot. And I tried it again later when I had more taste in my face. And honestly, my review holds up over time. It was bland. The filet was pretty bland. Like, it was perfectly cooked. It was a great cut of meat. Like... I guess they might have been trying to do the thing where they let the flavor of the meat itself be a star. Like, it was really, really tender. It was super easy to cut. Like, it felt wonderful going into my mouth. But I just didn't get a lot of flavors for it. And truthfully, I have had better and cheaper filet mignon at Outback. And that's really that. Like, I feel like the filet was relying very heavily 
on the steak sauce accompaniment and it wasn't even a one which packs the flavor it was a house made steak sauce and it was more on the sweet and sour side than the savory punch and i'm not a huge sweet and sour fan to be honest so it was a little disappointing especially for the 49 dollars that i paid for it look let me tell you something i may have a bit of sniffles myself i'm doing my best not to broadcast it over here like sniffling on this mic I'm trying hard. But yeah, I got a little sniffles too, but I don't think I was uh, as sicky-poo as Alicia over here. Yeah. I could taste just fine. I got to admit, I agree. Um, I've had better steak. I've had better filet mignon. I've had better sauce. So for the price you're paying... It's definitely not worth it. And you feel really fancy ordering it, especially if you pronounce it right. Um... It's not worth feeling like a bad bitch. Get the stuffed shrimp. It's it's that uh, was where the decadence was. You know, and, and people seem satisfied with their peppercorn steak and, yeah, and, and everyone the else lamb. Satisfied, but me, I was a little miffed. Like I'm not ready to throw the whole store away, but no, because I, I had pleased. no, because we had a good experience. But but that's got to be like a special occasion that I'm prepared for, and maybe not so close to a time of the year where I'm going to be spending money. So much money, yeah. Because that's another thing. Like, this will put a dent in your finances. Um, and if you were using Black Friday to go Christmas shopping, this is not where you want to end up. Yeah. So that that really... that It, it, it makes me feel a certain way because I was listening... Uh, I was watching an episode of uh, Hot Ones uh, on YouTube. And Sean had Jim Gaffigan, a comedian, on the show. He was interviewing him. And Jim Gaffigan does a lot of food-related humor. You know, he does just a ton of food jokes. But he actually, you know, does go out to eat from, you know, fine dining to dives. Doesn't matter. Jim's about it. So Sean asked him, what do you think about some of these places that charge you know an arm and a leg for a non i guess palatable experience and jim says that a lot of places don't aren't necessarily worth the money that you're spending they increase these prices and they tell you that it's for the work that they're doing and i'm not trying to knock anyone in the culinary business who is of the creative persuasion but um, a lot of times these prices are jacked up to create an air of exclusivity and keep people out of the establishment, you know. So a more uh, higher income moneymaker will show up at their place of business. And that's sometimes the vibe that I get when I walk into a place like this. The staff was friendly. I enjoyed myself, and the service was great. I have nothing bad to say about any of the faces who I came across. But looking at the menu and then, you know, seeing what we got, I didn't always feel like it was worth the money we were spending. And it's still been half price. Yeah, it, you know, it's it does give me a feeling that the cost, you know, of the food we're getting isn't because of any creative or culinary work or it got the feeling of maybe a, a bit uppity. It's a location and ambiance thing. Yeah. You definitely 
paid for the fact that it looked nice and the seats were comfy. Mm-hmm. Um, but circling back to what I was saying way before, way too early, um, now it's time to hit my favorite part of every meal, the dessert. And I wasn't originally going to get dessert, but especially in lieu of the fact that I was disappointed by the main course, I caved and I ordered myself a creme brulee, without, which I was happy with. Um, the top hard shell of the creme brulee was actually really difficult to break, which was fun. It felt like I was like shattering a little sugar floor. It was nice. Um, the pudding was delicious. It was a large helping. My partner had to help me finish eating it. Um, my sister got the apple pie strudel, which I'm sure she enjoyed. Um, why don't you talk about your meal, sweetie? I got the chocolate mousse. And, man, uh, when I was presented with the options, I requested to get the menu back because, like, every everything on the menu was just there. Like, the appetizer, side, main courses, and dessert was all on the menu. And I wanted to get the menu back. And instead of getting the menu back, the guy just recited all 12 dessert options. And That's what it that felt you like. pay for his ability to have memorized <laughs> options. And, uh... Actually, I want you to test this when you go and make them recite it to you because you paid for that. Yeah. Um, it's, uh... So, so he goes and he recites them all off and there's really, uh... There's a fight between pumpkin pie and chocolate mousse. And chocolate yeah, mousse won, man. I thought you settled on the pumpkin pie in retro. I did not get a taste. You know, so no, no. This, d- this was a wild guest for me. He definitely got some of my creme brulee, but it was not reciprocated. Uh, man, you you were already full. That's what that was. Normally, if I haven't... Traxingly. Look, look, um... I make mistakes. Oh, you're so sweet. Uh, <laughs> I, apologize for I wasn't going to apologize. Really couldn't. Have been. I wasn't going to apologize, you know, but I, but I did make a mistake. <laughs> However, let me tell you something. When it comes to dessert, the mighty Alicia is not afraid to flex her mightiness. And if I don't offer a piece, she will ask for a piece. She did not ask for a piece. And do you know why? Because little belly was full. She was eating her creme brulee. She couldn't finish her creme brulee. So I got a taste of her creme brulee. Not because she was like, honey, do you want a piece of this creme brulee? It was because I can't eat anymore. (laughs) I'm full. Yes, I certainly, uh, Thanksgiving style. Filled my belly. Yeah, man. I was also full. I forced that. I was crying trying to get this damn chocolate mousse down. Wow. You just wet, weeping at the dinner table. <laughs> I can't do it no more. But uh, but it was good, man. I don't regret it. Um, I think Alicia thought I was going to get that pumpkin pie. She said it in retrospect. You thought I got the pumpkin pie. I did think you got um, but I really prefer chocolate mousse and chocolate mousse. I feel like it's not something that you can just, I want to say you can't just get it at a store, but like, you know, when you're at work and maybe you got like a company Christmas party or something like that. Don't nobody get chocolate mousse. No, you got your red velvets and your ice cream cakes and whatever it is people get. Um, I feel like chocolate mousse is this classic 
delicious cake that is so wonderfully layered and underappreciated. And I love chocolate mousse. So that's what I got. Look at this. And circling all the way back to the beginning of the episode, this is the thing that I learned about him that I didn't know. Um, And so honestly, I enjoyed my meal, even though I was sick. Um, Purely from a texture perspective, it was definitely an adventure and a positive one. Um, From a taste perspective, I admit to being disappointed with my meal. I'm... In retrospect, sorry I didn't order the appetizer of crab cakes and skip the main entree. I'm always happy with crab cakes. That's what I should have done. Yeah. But um, regardless, I did enjoy myself. It is a wonderful ambiance. I certainly would go again. Everyone else enjoyed their meal. I was clearly the only dud. It had to happen at some point. I and they do have walk a, out. And they do have a location in the city, if I'm correct. I, I, you said that, and I haven't verified it, but I trust you, and so yeah. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm gonna look it up just to be sure. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind going back. Um, I'm just going to be better prepared. It won't be near the holidays. Yeah. And uh, I'm ordering the stuffed shrimp with crab meat. Done. Yeah. And Dunzo. <laughs> Dunzo. Uh, but I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I, I would absolutely go back. But yes. uh, time is important. And it's something that you should keep in mind. Like when during the year are you going to this location? Unless you just got it like that. It was you know, fly on in, player. Yeah, whenever you want. Risk it all. Yeah, it ain't going to affect you, your Black Friday or your Cyber Monday. All right. Have a good holiday season. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share Belly of the Beast content if you love it. If you go to a restaurant that you especially love, don't forget to tag us on Instagram at at Belly of Bob. You can also tag us on Twitter at the same um, at handle. On Facebook, you can tag us at Bob's Beasts. And don't forget to let us know any cool places to eat in Boston so we can visit while we're there during our um, Beasts Abroad episode, which will be coming up. It would, as usual, it is a pleasure to bring our beastly appetites to you. And until next time, you have survived the belly of the beast. Thanks for listening.